suicide. Who wants to push you into suicide? Maybe you can feel that push, that push, that force, that thoughts bombarding you, all the time thinking, oh, it would be so much better if I were dead. Oh, I'm just a burden for people. Oh, what's the use of my life? Oh, I had this plan and desire, now how can I do it? I couldn't do the studies, I couldn't go on in school, I couldn't do what I had planned. Uh, what's the worth of my life? What's the use of my life? I want to tell you, why is this push? Why you have this desire? Why the dreams come? Why the thoughts come? Why the idea even comes? Death would be better. Do you think it's a normal idea Have you ever thought of animals? Have you ever seen any animal wanting to commit suicide? Is it a normal thought for a creation? Is it normal? Any animal, think about it. Yeah, maybe when they have to feed their children, they have to do very dangerous actions, but that's not a suicide. Actually, that is for survival. It's for survival of the next generations. It's for life. It's not against life. It's not a suicide. Hello? Suicide is not a normal thing for any of God's creations. Amen? So suicide is also not a normal thing for a human being. Amen? There was one person in the Bible that committed suicide. Judas Iscariot. Why? He betrayed Jesus for money. And then that... Guilt feeling, that torturing guilt feeling that came so strongly to him. And he didn't know how to come out of the guilt. And finally, he committed a very ugly kind of suicide. Jesus even asked him, must you betray me with a kiss? He betrayed him with a kiss. Jesus even gave him this opportunity, but he didn't use it. He didn't use it, and he went straight to hell. He committed suicide and he went straight to hell. So I asked the question, who is the one pushing you into suicide? It should be somebody who is very jealous of you. Okay, maybe you have people who are jealous of you because of money or because of whatever. But would a person really push you to suicide? Is there anybody in your life telling you, you should better be dead? Why not you kill yourself? Maybe. Maybe a person speaks to you like that. Poor person. You know who is this poor person? A tortured soul. This person is grabbed by Satan. Taken by the devil. Grabbed by the destroyer of humanity. Poor person. So you should feel compassion for that person. You should pray for that person. Bless that person. Amen. And don't listen. Understand the source. Understand it's not the person. It's a spirit being talking to that person. Okay? So, why would you even be pushed into something like suicide? Ask yourself. You know, there is a Satan. And the Bible gives us this job description. Satan means adversary. The adversary against God. God is your creator. And there's somebody who doesn't like God's creation. Why? This is the guy who is so jealous of you. You know why he is extremely jealous? Number one, jealousy is 
the driving force that tries to get you into suicide. The jealousy. Somebody else is jealous at you. And you somehow get that. You feel that. I'm not loved. I'm not wanted. They're jealous of me. They want my position. They want, I don't know what. You feel it as a pressure on you. But I want to tell you why jealousy against you really exists. Why? See, the number one jealous of you is Satan. You know why? He hates you because he hates your creator. Your creator is God. Satan hates God, so he wants to hurt God by hurting you. Very clear, no? So if you love God and you think about suicide, think about how much it will hurt your loving God, your loving Heavenly Father. You listen to Satan, you do what God's adversary, God's enemy, what he tells you to do, you obey it. Will you not hurt God? That alone should be enough for you to say, okay, I will kick out every thought of suicide. I don't want to hurt God. That should be enough. Then Satan is jealous of you. Why? You know, Satan wanted to become like God. Wanted to put his throne in heaven. He was in heaven actually with God, but he was kicked out. Hallelujah. That's why he's so jealous. What is your life? First of all, you were created in the image and likeness of God. First of all. Hallelujah. Created in the image and likeness of God. Wow. You have creative ability. You have creative power. Even if you are not yet born again. If you have not made Jesus Lord of your life. If you made Jesus Lord of your life, you are not only a creation of God, you are a child of God. Hallelujah. If you made Jesus Lord of your life, you have been transformed, transferred into a different kingdom. You received a new passport. Your passport became a heavenly passport. Hallelujah. You became a citizen of heaven. Hallelujah. Oh, wow. Satan was in heaven, covering angel, beautiful care of wonderful angel. He was thrown out because he polluted his heart. He polluted his spirit with his greed. He was thrown out. So Satan's life is, I want to become like God. And these are made like God. I hate them. Okay? That is Satan's first life. God made them in his image. I hate them. I want to be like God. Then Satan, he was never like God, but he was a servant of God. He was created as an angel close to God. But because he, because of that ugly nature, he was totally kicked out of heaven. And you were seated in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Your citizenship is in heaven. Can you imagine why Satan is so jealous? Can you understand why Satan is so extremely jealous of you? Hallelujah! You can confess your sin and you can become a child of God. You can come into the eternal kingdom of God. What a blessing it is. This poor Satan, you know, he was cast out and you know where he was thrown? You know why he's jealous? You know why he wants to take you into suicide? Because he knows, he goes into eternal destruction. He goes to hell, and the, Jesus himself says, where the worm does not die. No, and the fire is not quenched. Worm doesn't die. If you have, I had worms one time. Uh, itching, 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 what? A torture. Then when you have worms under the skin, itching, itching, itching. When you have worms in the stomach, pain, 
like such a cramp, what a horror. Hell, the worm never dies. Never ever dies. Diarrhea, pain, cramps all the time, losing weight all the time, weak feeling, apart, the worm never dies, itching. Oh, and the fire is not quenched. All the time burning, all the time tortured. This is where Satan goes, he knows it. Because he is so jealous of you, he tries to drag you there together with him. Satan is so extremely jealous of you. He hates you so deeply because of the jealousy. Will you do him that favor to destroy your life and to go with him to hell? You should not know. So you understand Satan is jealous of you. Why is Satan jealous of you? Because your life is so precious. You didn't understand how precious is your life. The devil knows how precious is your life. And he is over jealous. Demons are over jealous of you. Did you know that? Maybe you feel, oh, the devil. Oh. Maybe you feel, oh, demon spirit, demon spirit. You know what my Bible says? My Bible says also the demons believe in God and they tremble. The demons believe in God. The demons tremble at God. They know God is more powerful. Did you know that these same demons tremble at you? Because they know that you are created in the image and likeness of God. So the demons tremble before you. You didn't know that. You know why you didn't know it? Because the devil is a master liar, master deceiver. He's the father of lies. So he deceived you. You thought demons are more powerful than me. No. Demons are jealous of you. Because they know that you are more powerful than they are. It's very powerful. Did you know that the demons know that Christ is living in you? But even as an unbeliever, you know, even if you have not made Jesus Lord of your life, you can say no to drugs. You can say no to alcohol. You can say no to adultery. You can take that authority of being created in the image and likeness of God. And whatever the demons want you to do, you can say no. You can resist the devil. The devil will flee from you. The demons will flee from you. You can send them away because you are created in the image and likeness of God with this power of God in your mouth. How can you throw away such a precious life? Of course the demons are jealous of you. Of course you understand now why you had the suicide temptation. The demons are so jealous of you. Hallelujah. And you know they tremble at God. What about you? You love God. You love him with all your heart. You can call him Daddy, Appa, my father. You have such a close love relationship with God. That same God, you sit on his lap. You talk to him. He loves you. You love him. You pet him. You worship him. The demons tremble at him. Of course the demons are jealous. But you know why else the demons are so jealous? They fear God and they fear you as God's creation. Hallelujah. But then you know, these poor demons, how they have to struggle to possess a body. Because they are only spirit now. As spirit they can try to put some thoughts into your mind. But they cannot do anything on this planet. So they need to find a body they can possess. Even an unbeliever can say no. If you say no to sin, 
means you close the door that the demon cannot enter. Hallelujah, what an authority we have given, been given by God. What an authority, how can we throw away such a precious life? You know how desperate these poor demons are, that's why they are so jealous. You have a body, you can use this body to do the works of God, to destroy the works of the devil, to heal people, deliver people, preach the gospel, make people happy, do miracles. You can use this body. These poor demons need to try to find a body. And they had a body. 6,000 of them <laughs> had to squeeze into one body. Imagine, poor demons. Actually, we can feel so pity for them, no? That's why they're so jealous of us. You have your own body. We have to squeeze 6,000 into one person that allow us to possess him. <laughs> you know, no? the, de the demon is scattered in. And you remember what happened? All these demons had to get out of that gathering at one word. All these demons had to beg Jesus, please, you came to torture us before the time. How can you think about throwing away your life? How can you allow these demons to torture you? If you remember that Christ is in you, if you have made Jesus Lord of your life, that Christ in you must torture these demons. Krahase. No longer you allow these demons and these voices and these thoughts to torture you. When Jesus just came, this demonized guy, you know, 6,000 demons could not keep him away from worshipping Jesus. Do you know that? Don't tell me I'm too demonized, I couldn't come closer to God. 6,000 demons in one person could not keep him back from running to Jesus and falling down to worship Jesus. Hello, you can come to Jesus. Amen. I don't think you have 6,000 demons, I don't know. But even 6,000 couldn't keep him back. This man could take the decision, I run to Jesus, I worship him. What happened? When the demons came into the presence of Jesus, oh, why you came before the time? Why have you come to torture us before the time? They know they will be tortured for eternity. But Jesus coming on this earth tortured them before the time. Before the end, when all the judgment is done and they will be tortured for eternity. Before that already, Jesus tortured these demons. Jesus is living inside of you. How can you allow demons to torture you? You let Jesus and you torture these demons that torture you. Hello? And you know what happened? The demons begged Jesus, let us go. Don't send us away from the region. At least let us stay in the known area. But let us go at least. See, there are some pigs, unclean pigs. The Jews were not allowed to eat pork. Why did they have the pigs? Hmm. Why should they have unclean pigs? Hmm? They were disobedient to the word of God. So there was some disobedient thing happening. That disobedient guy who didn't obey the word of God lost all his money. Lost all the 2,000 pigs. And these poor pigs, you know, 6,000 demons begging Jesus, please allow us at least three of us will squeeze together into one of these pigs. Don't you feel pity for them sometimes? But they are totally evil, so we don't need to feel pity. But you understand why they are jealous at you? 
You understand? You know what Jesus said when they begged him, allow us, please, at least the pigs. You know what Jesus said? Okay. Go. Go. 6,000 out of the one person into the pigs. Who committed suicide? Not that demonized person. The pigs committed suicide. Who is behind suicide? Demon spirits are behind suicide. Will you allow them to push you into suicide? Or will you run to Jesus? Will you throw yourself down before Jesus and worship him? Jesus, help me. Jesus in you will rise up with one word, go. These demons will go. They will stop torturing you. Hallelujah. Demons are extremely, extremely, extremely jealous of you. See, mass suicide happened when that one person, but the pig suicide, no? Sometimes demons can go into unbelievers. Suicides can happen there. That's why we need to protect people. We need to pray for people. We need to cover them. We need to preach the gospel to them so that they don't throw away their lives. They're also created in the image and likeness of God. No, So, hallelujah. What happened to this man? The moment the demons were out of him, he could suddenly feel the call of God. What a tremendous blessing. Hallelujah. So, the pigs could not be stopped from self-destruction because they were unclean, no? They were living... Unclean beings cursed already and the devil could take over. Hmm. Okay. Did you know that even angels are jealous? Angels are jealous of you. Devil jealous? Of course. Demon jealous? Of course. Angels are jealous? You know what my Bible says? To them, to the prophets of old in the Old Testament. It was revealed that, not to themselves, but to us, they were ministering the things which now have been reported to you through those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. Things which angels desire to look into. See, these angels who are with God in heaven. I have all the scriptures, so I can put it on the video. Angels who are with God in heaven. Angels who are ascending and descending upon God's people because Jesus is living inside of God's people, no? They ascend and descend upon the Son of Man, upon Jesus. So the angels are ascending and descending upon every believer. Wow, what a blessing. These angels who are sent by God on special missions, like Gabriel, no? Gabriel was sent to Prophet Daniel to show him the future, sent to kings to strengthen them, in their assignment, in their job, in their political work, sent to Mary to announce the Savior. Others, like Michael, sent to fight for nations. Wow, these powerful angels are jealous of us. <gasps> but can angels be jealous? It's a kind of ugly word, not jealousy. So in, in, for an angel, I would not call it jealous in a bad way. I would call it like desirous. No, They are desirous to look into, wow, these humans, wow, they have something that we can never have. 
Did you know that angels can never have the privileges that we have? These angels who are so powerful that one of them can kill 185,000 strong, war-hardened soldiers. Angels who move at lightning speed. These mighty angels, they have to stand outside and look into our salvation. You know, in Germany, in Christmas, the parents, I'm an only child, no? So the parents will be with the tree. I helped to put the things on the tree and everything. And then they told, tell, there's an angel, and that angel comes and brings the gift. And the angel comes and puts the fire on the candles on the Christmas tree. And the child has to wait while the angel comes. And the child is outside trying to look through that small hole, no? that small keyhole, trying to look inside, desiring to look inside. I imagine the angels like that. And I never saw that angel that comes. But you know then, when everything is ready, there's a small bell like that. Ding, 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 ding. And the angel bell, you know, only once in a year it's used only for Christmas. Small one like that, an angel on top and the golden one. And run and go inside and see you know, all the gifts and all the light and everything. This is how angels are outside desiring to look into our salvation. Can you imagine? Angels are kind of jealous. Angels are created spirits. We are sons and daughters of God. Even angels have a kind of jealousy, but you know, angels will not use this jealousy in a bad way, like to push you into suicide. Definitely not. I just want to show you how important, how glorious, how powerful is your life. How can you think of throwing it away? Angels are jealous of you. Think about it. Wow. Then see, more reasons are there why angels should be jealous of us. You know, angels, they cannot procreate. We got the first blessing of God to be fruitful, to multiply, to fill the earth, to, to subdue it. Angels don't have that privilege of procreating, multiplying, having children. Angels were not told to subdue the earth. Can you imagine? Our position, just for a short time, God has made Jesus lower than angels for a short time. Normally, Jesus and even humans are above angels. Wow. Even angels have a kind of jealousy toward us. Amen? They are non-sexual beings, so they can never multiply. We have this tremendous privilege. Hallelujah! Yeah, they're just servants and we are children. Um, then another reason why angels are jealous, you know, we have that privilege of preaching the gospel. Angels don't have that privilege. Only at the end in tribulation, in uh, Revelation 14, during the tribulation, I think, already the body of Christ would have been taken away. No? So in the tribulation, we see one mighty angel. And the Bible says, flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, fear God. And give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment has come. And worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea and springs of water. See, it sounds very different, no? The gospel that we can now preach is a gospel of grace. It's a gospel of reconciliation with God, no? 
It's a gospel of the kingdom. Kingdom has come. You can be free, healed, delivered. You can be set free. No, the gospel of the kingdom. Different. This is a gospel of fear God. He made everything. The judgment has come. Very different kind of gospel, you see? So the privilege that we have, even that one angel that can proclaim the gospel from heaven, what a God, no? What a God. In the end, in the midst of all the destruction happening in the revelation, everything organized perfectly by angels, everything perfect according to God's timetable, Wow, what a blessing to be a child of God. We don't need to fear, we don't need to panic, we don't need to worry. We can read Revelation and see how the angels chug, 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 one by one, do their tasks according to the plan of God. What a blessing. Yes, destruction, but in the time of God, in, by the plan of God, we will know this is now God's time. Judgment has come. And we are ready to go anytime. Hallelujah. Our salvation is near, we lift up our eyes and we try to bring as many as possible out of that fear and destruction into this blessed assurance of salvation. So these angels are jealous because they cannot preach the gospel of grace. That's a privilege that we have received. So no wonder even angels have a kind of good kind of jealousy and admiration and Wow, you are much higher. I am just your servant. Another reason now? Angels are made as ministering spirits. They are servants to all of us human beings who shall inherit salvation. Can you see it? What a precious life. What a glorious life. How can you think of throwing it away? How can you listen to that Satan, that demon spirit, in such an extent that you really consider throwing away your life? You don't know how precious you are, how glorious you are. Hallelujah. Next step. People are jealous. Definitely there will be also people that will be jealous. Why should they be jealous? You know, there was a person in the Bible who suffered a lot because of jealousy. Maybe you also suffer a lot because of jealousy. See, I never feel jealous of any of these movie stars and beauty queens or any of these rich people. I actually feel pity for them. You know why I feel pity? It's very difficult for them to find genuine love. How can you make sure that person loves you as a person and not your beautiful body? How? No? When the wrinkles come, okay, next beauty queen come to me. How can you be sure how can you be sure they don't love you because of your wallet, your money? Very difficult. Very, actually, lonely life, no? Treason all the time. You think this person, wow, they love me, they're my friends, I can trust them. And then they betray you. How many... Stay with one person for the money and secretly have some other boyfriend or girlfriend there for the sex and for the romance? What a horror. But people are jealous, you know? People will be jealous. What will you feel when people are jealous at you? Poor people, rich people, really I understand that they are in danger of suicide. But if they understand how God created them, they will say, okay, I'm rich. Okay, I will use my riches to bless people. I will not use my riches to bind people to me. I will use my riches to give, 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 bless, 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 bless. 
okay, some people will love me for it, some people will not, who bothers? I have the love of God. See, when we come to this attitude, we will not even by, be hurt by the rejection of people or by the not, not ungratitude. See, jealousy is a major reason why people commit suicide. They feel this jealousy against them. And people are pushed towards jealousy because the devil is jealous, the demons are jealous, even a kind of jealousy, kind of from the angel. The whole spiritual atmosphere has jealousy toward you. So people that live in that spiritual atmosphere without being born again, also without understanding anything, without knowing why, they will also feel jealous. Many will not even know why they are jealous. Others are jealous because you are blessed. Because you have, I don't know, you have money, you have favor, you have, I don't know what reason. See, there was a Joseph in the Bible. Um, okay, here I say, um, maybe all these people are jealous that you have such a mighty daddy. Maybe they see there's a calling of God. Maybe they see the favor. I don't know why they should be jealous, but how do you deal? See, Joseph, when he was a teenager, he had two dreams. And he told his dreams. It was good dreams, spiritual dreams, no? But he told them what happened. You know, the whole drama that happened. The jealousy, the brothers hated him so much, they could not speak one peaceful word to him. Did Joseph have reasons to commit suicide? The own brothers, always attacking him, always blaming him for everything. Not one peaceful word the own brothers could speak to him. What a horrible life, no? Very close family setup. He was one of the youngest. What a horrible life. He could have committed suicide. What would have happened if Joseph had committed suicide? Tell me. What would have happened? Israel, the whole nation, with the children, might have died of hunger in the famine. Egypt, many people would have died because this Joseph, the dreamer, the one who could interpret dreams, the one who kept living with God, would not have been there to even warn the Pharaoh, to save the food, to store the grain. Nations would have been destroyed if that one Joseph would have taken his life. Don't you think he had a good reason to take his life? See what happened next? The brothers were so jealous. They cheated. They made sure that the father will not look for him. They took a goat blood and brought the clothes full of blood. They told the father, your son is dead. Is it your son's? Make sure. Is it your son's? It was goat's blood. <laughs> he couldn't test the DNA, so he didn't know if it's a goat's blood or if it's a son's blood. Oh, my son is dead. So the father didn't search for him. But would the father have searched him as a slave in Egypt? Would anybody have imagined such a horrible life? I don't know. Maybe right now you are in this phase. Maybe you are sitting in that pit. Maybe actually they wanted to let you die in the pit, the brothers. That was their plan, no? Then Judah, I think, or Reuben, one of the brothers said, okay, better why not we sell him? Better let's sell him. We make some money from him. Why should we keep him here today? Let's make some money. He thought, okay, at least he doesn't die, then I can buy him back from these people. 
But of course the caravan went and he was sold as a slave. Are you being betrayed? Are you being sold as a slave? Are you being dragged away captive? Are you hanged head down in the naked head down in the marketplace? Are the buyers coming touching the muscles? Are you strong enough to work for us? Are you in such a condition? Joseph was in such a condition, but he did not commit suicide. People are jealous. Out of jealousy for your precious life, people try to make all kinds of horrible things. They couldn't kill him. They could not get Joseph to kill himself. Hallelujah. Because Joseph understood that his life was present, precious. And then you need know how powerful it is. Again and again we read that God prospered even unbelievers because God was with Joseph. What does it show us? Joseph didn't become bitter. Please never ever become bitter. Maybe you're a Joseph or a Josephine. Maybe you go through all that stuff. Maybe your life is really horrible. Okay, but there's an outcome. Joseph became governor in one day like this. Suddenly out of jail in one day. Every day he had the good opportunity and good reason to kill himself. When he finally could breathe a little bit better, because God is with me, Potiphar saw the blessing and put me very high there. He is blessed. Then this wife came. See, he did not take any of this temptation. He didn't say with the wife, okay, come, we will be together, we will kill your husband, I will be the boss here. He didn't do it. He lived his life before God. He became a savior of nations. He didn't throw his life. He didn't kill anybody else. He lived before God. And the moment came back like that. Even after that heart test, do you love people? Do you see when people are suffering? Are you going with a prophetic word to the people when they are suffering? See, there are so many things you can do while you are suffering. Joseph, you know why they put him in jail as a guard of the jail? Because he was not sitting, my life, everybody, I'm innocent. He didn't sit like that, like you. I'm a prophetess. I saw you sitting there, you know. He didn't sit like that with all the self-pity and complaining and poor me and everybody else's bad and wow. He didn't sit like that. He had fellowship with his God. He spoke to his God. That's why he could have God's heart for the people around. And God's heart the gifts of the Spirit that could only operate because he kept that fellowship with God, that's what in one day, back brought him to the palace. Check! Just like that. Hallelujah! I say here, God's presence can be dangerous in unclean eyes, no? But see, he kept his beautiful, beautiful, beautiful heart. Hmm. Okay. See, he could have thrown his life. He did not throw his life. You know why? I want to tell you, more than for Joseph, God has better plans for you. Joseph was living in the old covenant. In the old covenant, God could use him to save nations. How much more you in the new covenant? You know, I wrote here, drink in these words, this promise of God. You know what God says? For I know the thoughts that I think toward you. You know, my German footnote says, I know the plans that I plan toward you. I love it. God thinks thoughts toward you. Not about you. Toward you. 
God's thoughts, it's like the words are substance, no? so the thoughts that come toward you, you can receive the thoughts of God. You can receive the plans of God. There are a substance in the spiritual world. Or you can receive the lies of the devil. The jealousy, the condemnation, the constant kill yourself. I'm jealous of you. You should not live. You are more mighty than me. Why should you live? I want to overpower you. Hmm? You can receive that or you can receive. I know the thoughts that I think toward you. Hallelujah, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search me with all your heart. This is in the Old Testament a promise to people. Please don't tell me, I prayed, God didn't hear. Did you really search him with all your heart? I searched him with all my heart. I also wanted to commit suicide as a teenager. I searched him with all my heart. I also thought God is sitting in some cloud up there in heaven. He is too busy to think about me. But I searched him with all my heart. And because I really searched him, he made himself to be found by me. Hallelujah. And today, what a blessed life. If I had thrown away my life, how much I would have missed. How many blessings could not have happened to many other people. Hallelujah. Never even believe the devil who wants you to throw away your life. The devil is jealous. Demons are jealous. Angels are like, whoa, we would like to be like these people. How can they want to throw away their lives? We want their privilege and their blessing. People are jealous. Why? Because you are so precious. Because your life is so precious. Please, please, please. You might be going through a difficult time. You might be going through a real desperate time. I understand that. But did you see what I say? Going through. You might be going through a difficult time. You know what was the promise my precious husband, our prophet Ezekiel Francis, you know what he received for this year as a promise? Even when you go through fire, it shall not burn you. When you go through the rivers, they shall not drown you. See, when you go through, yes, you may go through fire, you may go through river, but the fire will not burn you. The rivers will not drown you. There's only one danger. The one danger is that you yourself become a prey to the devil, to the demons, to any human who touches you, and you take your own life. If you take your life, you commit utmost rebellion against God. You say, God, who are you to decide the day of my death? I am higher than you. I will decide the day of my own death. When you do that, you show the character of Satan. Satan wanted to be higher than God. Satan wanted to have more authority, more control than God. Please don't do it. You are going through a difficult time. Okay, but you're going through. And your God will never leave you, never forsake you. He always pro already promised you that. And in that difficult time, the closer you stay to God, the more he can purify you, the more he can prepare you, the more he can have you ready as a vessel of honor, vessel of glory, to become suddenly 
second in the whole kingdom, like it happened to Joseph. Amen. Everything, every spirit, every human is jealous of you. Be proud of being a child of God. Be proud of being created in the image and likeness of God. Don't allow the devil to tell you that you're useless. Your words alone have such a power. Your prayer alone can save so many people. You know, yesterday, this morning I got a message. He said, I don't know why Nepal is coming. I have a burden for Nepal and one other nation. Nepal, Nepal, I don't know why. This morning when she woke up, the news, I saw the news, 6.4 earthquake. 6.4 earthquake in in, uh, strength, no? Earthquake in Nepal. But you know the miracle? 6.4. It's a heavy one. Zero damage reported. There was one Deborah, one prophetess, one person. See, she dared to tell me, I feel this nation, I don't know why. Nepal, I don't know why. The earthquake happened in that same night. But no damage was done. Because one Deborah took it on her heart, prayed for Nepal. You don't know the authority you have. Maybe you think I'm sitting in a jail. From jail, Joseph could bless people. Joseph could prophesy over people. And because he could prophesy, because he didn't give in to self-pity, because he stayed close to God, God could lift him up. Your time is coming. Your time to be lifted up is coming. Don't throw away your life in the name of Jesus. You are going through this time. You are coming out better, purified, cleansed, made like purified gold, hallelujah, and ready for the master's use. We bless you, bless you. We break every spirit of suicide, every demon of torture, every lying spirit, deceiving spirit. We break it, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Be free, be free. Depression, oppression, go in the name of Jesus. Death, destruction, suicide, murder, go in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Addiction, go in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We break that addiction. We break that addiction. We break the consequences of medicines. Any consequences of medications, we break it. We destroy it in the name of Jesus. Be free. Be free. Your brain become normal again. Brain become normal again. Brain become peaceful again. Brain become peaceful again. All the after effects, all the side effects of any kind of medicine, any kind of doctor invention, any kind of medical inventions, any side and after effects, we break it. Kick it out in the name of Jesus. Be free. Be free. Be free. Be free. Be normal again. Be free again. Be normal again. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Live. Enjoy your life. You will be a tremendous blessing for the nations of the world. In Jesus' name, amen.